Hello everyone and welcome back to Knows Better Podcast after a longer break. Um, it's Lucas here. And I am Paolo. Today we're going to talk about racism. Um, very hot topic lately because there is a lot happening in the area, unfortunately. And it's a shame we're going to have to talk about this still after 90 years. Yeah, also not only lately, but also something's happening for the last, I don't know, 500 years or so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's really sad that at least, let's say 90 to 150 years, depending on the country, um, the racism was officially um, a crime, but it looks like nothing changed. Yeah, it's really sad. Um, I'm not quite sure if you know that, but I am black, so... I'm in the right place of speech and I can talk from my own experience because I feel figuratively and literally on my own skin. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> I know that I kinda know just that you're black. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe they don't didn't see my picture yet. Um for everybody out there who's um who would like to comment on the topic, please do. Um I I'm probably not the person who should open the topic because I am I'm white and um, I noticed many times um, during our travels and during my life that white is like a cloak of invisibility. It's something that it gives you a um, blank card to many, many things like, um, I don't know, I'm not being overly observed while I'm shopping. Mm -hmm. I'm, I am. I am not getting I'm getting a better attention when I'm trying to order a drink. I'm not. And um, the let's say restaurant staff would uh, yell to give me a space to go first on the on the stairs. They would that to me as they did because this is based on a real life and true story. Um, so I think Paolo would be the person. Yeah, I would like to say that. Um, well, first of all, this is what we think. This is what we believe. Uh, we don't have the pretension to be the owner of the whole truth. You know, the guardian of the absolute truth. We're not Ellen DeGeneres. So <laughs> this is just our opinion. You might disagree or disagree. And that's why we're here for, you know, I can be very political sometimes. And sometimes I can also be a little bit um, politically incorrect. So I try yeah. to tame you. Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> So, um, the worst, I, I don't want to talk specifically about the George Floyd case, um, but racism in general and how I feel, how I see that, and uh, some situations that I've felt that on my life. So, the worst thing for me is that this is similar of being from the LGBTQ community. You are not a human. You are not a person. You are black. Basically. Your skin color. Yeah, you are a color. And just as being gay, you are not a person, you are gay, you know. And people don't understand that you are just a human being that happens to be black, that could be funny, that could be grumpy, that could be nice, could be talented or not, or you name it. Um, you are black, so immediately you are good and bad. You can dance. You are, you know, fun. You are... You're good, a good crack, and that might not be true, but everybody thinks that this is true only because I'm black. Um, 
If I can just um, interrupt or interlock a little bit of science behind the skin color. The only difference that we know between people who have a um, different skin color than white um, is the amount of melanocytes that produce the pigment. And this is just a type of cell that is in your skin that exposed to a sun release the melanin pigment. And people who are mixed race, who are darker at any anyways, or people who have, I don't know, um, sunspots are people whose melanocytes are more reactive and they don't need that much sun to produce um, color. And this is the only difference. There is no different races. We are a human race, this is one race, and um, we just happen to have a different traits or different biological conditions. Yeah, technically it's very beautiful, isn't it? But unfortunately in real life that's not how it works. Um, I'm, I'm not saying he's wrong, he's completely right, but um, I can tell about a few things that happened in my life and I'm, I'm a bit lucky because I'm not extremely dark black. I'm kind of a brown, dark brown-ish. And depending on the place, people think that I'm white. So um, I'm treated differently. Um, some examples of things that happen in my life, for example, in Brazil. Of in Brazil, as you know, it's not the most peaceful place in the world. I was never robbed. And the reason that I believe that happens is because when I was walking on the street, apart from being black, I am tall. I'm six uh, foot zero or 180. It's up to you. And I shave my head and I have a big beard. So people are scared of me, basically. Barely did they know that if they just clapped their hands on me, I would run for days. <laughs> uh, but anyway, when I was walking down the street, uh, going out parties, uh, leaving the parties, you know, in the middle of nowhere. Nothing ever happened to me because people honestly thought that I was the one who was about to rob them or rape them or kill them or whatever happens, you know. So uh, now I make fun of that, but it's extremely sad and unfair because it's only because of my skin color. Nobody knows me, you know. How can you presume that I'm going to do that? Um, here in Ireland, uh, I don't feel that much on my face, but I feel just as every other place that I've been on my back. When I go to a store, for example, I always see, not always, but a lot of times, the bouncer or their security, they're always chasing me or looking at me when I'm going down the aisle, you know? And of course, as to tease them, I make the most suspicious face <laughs> that I can possibly do. I can confirm true and true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, there was another situation when we were in Brazil on our holidays, and then we went to Sao Paulo in a very fancy neighborhood, in a very expensive very restaurant. Very fancy restaurant. Very yeah. fancy, yeah. Italian. We won't mention the name because we don't want to do a bad uh, yeah. review to the place, because the food was actually good. The piano player, pianist, mm -hmm. yeah. the piano player was actually good, but yeah. this situation, listen to this. So, we... We were there, it was me, a Brazilian, another Brazilian, that he, he wasn't white as well, and two Polish guys, two tall, blonde, um, uh, blue eyes, you know, white skin. And I went outside with my lovely husband to have a cigarette. And we were there chatting and blah, blah, blah. And then when we finished and we wanted to go back in, 
the the guy from the staff who was at the stairs he opened the path for my husband and kind of said no yeah go sir uh, thank you for coming blah 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 when it was my turn he just turned around and went behind my husband and screw me you know i wasn't even there basically <laughs> that happened yeah now we're laughing at it but uh, trust me i if my husband didn't tame me at the moment i wanted to talk to a manager yeah and and that's another sad part because the white guy was uh outraged by that a lot more than me because i'm used to and I, th that doesn't bother me anymore so and that's kind of sad actually sad. saying yeah when also when we were in brazil then this time on my city the lovely sorocaba Uh, we went to city center because I wanted to show him uh, a few places in the city and stuff. And then I said, uh, get ready to have the best treatment of your life. And I said, oh, why? People here are so nice. I said, no, honey, because I'm with you. And that was what happened. Also, there's a little bit, I would say even a bit more than the skin tone, uh, the fact that he's uh, a foreigner in the city. But anyway, it was a, a bit of both, I would say. And yeah, and he did, didn't you? I did. Um, Another situation, uh, for example, it's every time that I go out dance or, or that I go out for a nightclub, people always expect me to be the best dancer and the sexiest and blah, blah, blah. And since I'm Brazilian and since I'm black, I need to know how to dance samba very well because I love carnival. The bad part is that I do dance very well and I do love samba, <laughs> but so were, I do feel in the stereotype. But you were supposed to as, as well be a um, football fan. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, this is a bit more related to be a Brazilian than to be black, but I like to break the stereotypes a little bit. I love sports. I was a former volleyball player, and but I hate football. I really don't like. And on most of people's mind, I have to like volleyball. Uh, sorry, uh, football because I am Brazilian and I'm a guy, so I have to. Well, there was there is another story as well. We went once to visit his friends um, that had that organized a little party and it was here in Dublin, the place that then we won't name. I thought we I think it's just not fair because the place is not guilty, it's the people who are guilty. Um, and we they they told us that the place is full and that there's a close party then we're not getting in. Mm -hmm. And then I appeared and I just said, oh, can I just get inside and um, talk to our friends? And the guy said, yeah, you can. And um, after a minute, he looked at me, he looked at Paolo and he said, oh, yeah, whatever, you can guys go in. So uh, he needed a second thought and that was very sad. Mm -hmm. um, we could really multiply the... the, the the ideas and the situation that really happened. It's not like this is something that we just made up. Um, and I always think, are we born racist? I don't think so. I'm 100% sure that we don't. Just look at the very young kids, and I pay very much attention on the very young kids because they are being destroyed by their parents already in a very young age. But if you look at little babies when they start walking and have friends, white, black, ginger, Asian, white, blue, purple, you name it. If they like the person, they would play with them. If they don't, they won't. You know, yeah. easy as that. 
it doesn't matter the skin tone. On on the um, contrary, there was an experiment carried out on the kids in the age of six to nine, I believe, and um, they asked those kids, black and white kids, to play with the two dolls. One doll was black and one doll was white, and the kids were asked um, questions: which doll, according to you, or which doll, which doll, in your opinion? is um, uh, angry or which doll is ugly or which doll is um, not behaving and unfortunately it was the black doll that was pointed out and the sad part here is not that it was pointed out by white kids but it was also pointed out by black kids and um, the one of the black girls, um, there's actually a video for this um, experiment. I'll try to find it for you and put it in a comment to this, um, to this podcast. Um, one of the black girls were asked, which, girl, which doll is pretty? And she picked the white doll. And for me, as a first, for a person who spent most of my life working in beauty, um, where... I think the most beautiful and fantastic part of people is the differences between them. The curly hair, the straight hair, the short lashes, long lashes, uh, white skin, black skin, and a little mold on your face. Uh, it's the saddest thing to watch because we made from the very young um, kids, we made them believe that they're ugly because they have indigenous traits. Do we all have to look the same? Yeah, that's true. But um, I can say I cannot say about fear in Europe because I I wasn't raised here. But at least in Brazil, we are being taught little by little that black is horrible, white it's pretty, straight hair it's nice, uh, curly hair is ugly or bad, which is a word that I hate. It's just curly. It's just straight. You might like one, you might like the other. You know, it's not good or bad. It's not pretty or ugly. You don't have nowadays. Luckily, um, uh, we are fighting against that a little bit more. So you have more advertising on this on on the TV, for example, or even internet. Uh, with black people, uh, guess what? We do we do exist, and, and different type of people. Not only, and that's even worse in Brazil because we see on the TV European families that are not the reality. You know. If you're seeing a, a butter uh, um, commercial on TV or whatever, you name it, you see this little blonde, you know, Swedish girl walking, and that's not Brazil, but that's what we're thought since since we are kids. This is how how they made you believe the world should look like. Yeah, exactly. Um, what is the breakdown of the government in Brazil? How many black um, governors do you have? Uh, well, the ones that they admit that they are black, very little. And then we have those um, brown skin or even black that they think they're white. That the kind of Latino. Yeah, type. that happens especially with, with football players, for example. We have 90% of black football players and they think they're white. <laughs> it's they're, Are they stupid? Yes. But also there are thoughts that um, unless you are at very dark uh, skin, you are not black. And if you say that you're white, you're better. 
basically. Now, the question that I asked, what is the breakdown, is because I know for a fact from the figures that 51% mm -hmm. of um, Brazilian makeup is black people. Mm -hmm. And you would imagine that the government that, that is ruling the country, which is so differentiated, should have at least a half of their deputies black. Yeah, oh no, not at all. But we're so... Um doctrinized i don't even know if the word exists it does um to to know that indoctrinated white, yeah to, that white is better that black people they are uh, sassy they're good fun but they're not competent you know they're all um uh, thieves or killers or you name it and we only elect white straight white guys they're about to die to rule our country basically <laughs> yeah um, the there about to die was a reference to the fact that um, uh, Jair Bolsonaro, who, if you don't know, is the president of Brazil, is basically uh, trying to kill the country. Yeah. With um, hydro, hydrochloric, whatever Chloroquine. it's called. So, and it's even sadder in, in Brazil that, like he said, we a black people are majority, we're not a minority there. And still, we are not in the big positions, still... And not even that to me, but we're still judged by our color, you know? If, yeah, let's pretend that we live in this world and that this is real, that black people are inferior. I would understand, you know? But we just don't have the same opportunities. We are just the same crap, you know, with, with uh, skills and with flaws. But we're still judged by our skin. If you go to a job interview, and I have, that never happened to me, at least not that I realized, but I have friends who, who've been told that they didn't get the job even though they are very qualified because the, their style didn't match the they style that of they the have, company. That they have any um, cultural, um, let's say, signification. Like they have like a, a big hair, yeah, yeah, or something like that. Are you kidding me? I am not. Now, another study in the United States um, was this, I believe it was journalist or scientist, don't, don't mind me not being completely accurate here, but what he did, he composed um, um, CV, resume in the United States, and he, he made exactly the same CV with a um, black sounding name and a white sounding, sounding name. Mm -hmm. And he got some significant difference in the invitations to, um, to the interview because the name sounded white. Mm -hmm. And so th this is not, guys, this is not like we're taking them from our head. This is, no. not, this is not made up. This is actually happening. This is something that is not, uh, not happening. You have to be very blind not to see what's going on. True. And um, there is, if you do, don't believe in everything, and if you want to be blind, trust the studies. I always say true. There, there is yeah. actually people there who spend their life on getting mm -hmm. their PhD in, in political science, in sociology, and they make research that is plausible. I don't know how that works in, um, in, in, in humanistic science, but in, in environmental or scientific science, if you have two studies, it's considered a proof. We have multiple studies. That's true. That's true. So if you're really that dumb and that blind, yeah. you don't have to believe in us. Believe yeah. in studies. Yeah. Why, why do you think more black people are killed by the police? Why do you think more black people are stealing things? It's because we have a wrong gene in ourselves. 
I'm pretty sure that's not true. I'm pretty sure there's something related to the history and the culture and just Google and you'll see millions of studies about that. And I'm saying that in, in that tone because it's so obvious and clear, at least to me, at least to us. To everybody. Yeah, and some people, they don't believe, you know? Uh, I believe that maybe that there is, um, you know, this is post-colonial um, type of agenda that somehow survived till our time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because, absolutely. Because let's say I, I do understand in the United States because there is um, United States is just uh, it's just a fucking different. Sorry for my language. It's just a different entity. Their um, their laws on on housing, on medication, on mm -hmm. on many things, on credit control are so racially profiled mm -hmm. in Europe that wouldn't that just wouldn't be it would be possible to happen true but also we don't have this, um, this we don't have this colonial history yeah also uh, I would like to, to compare a little bit because I know a little bit about those those two things that I'm about to say why everything is so violent in the United States, uh, especially after uh, what just happened now. Uh, it's not time to talk about the gun control. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> Let's just pray for our souls. For, and... Pray for their families. Uh, it's really not the time yeah. to talk about the gun control. And why in Brazil, uh, because we just had a story, a terrible story, I don't know if you heard about. We had this uh, the, in a city, I will not remember in which city, but I think it was in the Northeast, one of the capitals in the Northeast. We had uh, the mayor's wife during the lockdown where you shouldn't have anyone in your house. She had uh, the girl to do her nails, of course, because this is a very fir a first necessity. Yeah. And she ordered this girl to go to for a walk with the dogs. And then, sorry, she was doing the nails with a girl and then she asked for her maid to go for a walk with the dogs. And the maid was there with her son. And then she asked the son to go after his mother because uh, she needed him. And the son was a little kid, almost a baby. And he took, she put him on the left by himself or the elevator, depending where you are. And unfortunately, this kid went to an empty floor and he died. Oh, God. Yeah. And this is why this is the, the story why in brazil we don't get as outraged as in the united states and start the riots and all of those stuff what i believe is that in brazil we had a slavery for a long time and then a lovely white woman called princess isabel saved our asses basically well, they needed the workforce absolutely that's that's the story that they tell us on the school but basically it was in the, at the beginning of the uh, industrial revolution and they need people to buy the stuff that they were producing no. so she was here on my ass and the united states they didn't have that even though when the slavery wasn't there anymore they still have a lot of segregation laws you know black people couldn't go to the same school sit in the same place and it's a lot of those things american apartheid yeah so uh in the United States, they had to literally fight for that. And with Malcolm X, um, Martin Luther King, and blah, blah, blah. So that's why I believe everything is so violent there, because they got what they have now through violence. And in Brazil, it wasn't like that. We're still waiting for the white savior. Uh, I, th I strongly believe that this is changing now, but it's hard to change 500 years of history in a year. Um, if I can just um, um, give here a, a bit of a background as well, there is a psychological part of it. 
Um, did you notice that United States and Brazil, well, if you've never been to any of them, I'll tell you now. The United States and Brazil are two amazing countries in creative, uh, uh, in creating the um, um, TV series, TV shows, soap uh, sport, soap opera, you name it, entertainment in general. Now, this is exactly how you take people off protesting or fighting for their rights give them entertainment mm -hmm. um, I believe it was um, Caesar was saying that uh, people need Olympics to not being concerned about concerned about the loss of, that they that they have during the wars that um, Caesar was um, fighting with was him or somebody else yeah, but is anyway, it related to the bread and circus thing no yeah Give people the circus, yeah, and um, and they will they will forget about everything. Yeah, that's true. Well, hopefully, I um, I believe this is changing little by little, and but uh, a turtle steps, a disabled turtle steps, but it's changing. Um, like turtle steps with one leg. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but it is, you know. Like, look at how uh, gay people were, or even black people were in the past. It's better. I'm not saying it's good, it's far from good, don't get me wrong. But it's getting better. And hopefully in a few years, people will think that we are humans as well. Well, uh, yeah. Um, I just want to point out that my husband is in three different minorities. <laughs> I can't make those jokes. That's true. I, I'm not only black, I am gay, and I'm Brazilian. Here, I'm, I'm a foreigner, a, a black gay foreigner so imagine that nobody can do anything to me such a pity he's not jewish <laughs> i know or have a background a family in asian half country. asian yeah i i don't so sorry guys now it's all very sad what is going on and to be honest i, I never pray because i don't believe in prayers but if i was i would pray for america but i would pray for all of us for getting a piece of fucking mind and open our eyes that something is generally very wrong. We are all people. Exactly. Yeah, we're just the same crap. Thank you very much, guys, for staying with us this one more time. And we promise you we won't um, take more than a week to have the next episode. <laughs> Sorry for waiting this long. We were having um, um, technical problems and work and a lot of bullshit going on. Yeah. And we have a new microphone. That's true. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's very professional. So it's a studio quality. And um, thank you so much for being with us. And to everybody out there, um, don't give up. And... Disabled turtle steps, as Paulo yeah. said. But, but we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. I'm Paulo and I'm black. I'm Lucas and I'm not black. <laughs> <laughs>